Good morning, and how are you today? I'm waiting on Elder Hall to join us. Today is Theology Thursday. And I think we have Elder Hall. Oh my goodness, Marvel, we made it. Uh, amazing. Back again. It's amazing how this technology works, isn't it? Or it doesn't work. Yeah, I was wondering about your delay there. I tell you what. some technical difficulties. Well, you know, every once in a while, when we do every this. Every once in a while. Every once in a while, when we do this, I'm having breakfast. Every once in a while. Every like once in a while. Every time. Like every Thursday morning. <laughs> Thursday morning might be the only day I eat breakfast the whole the whole week. It's okay, week. really? You it's... shouldn't have told me that. Because that, that, do you know how that, that, wait, hold up. That's a whole nother. I'm not even going down that rabbit hole with you. We'll save that one Thank for you. later. Thank you. I appreciate that. Because you know you're going to get, you're going to get a strongly worded letter on that one. I'm sure. They bought me cold syrup. I needed warm syrup. Oh, man, that's terrible. Oh, well. No, well. Mm. Cold syrup or yeah. cereal? Syrup, 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 syrup. Syrup. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, sometimes that Memphis accent throws me off. Is that what, is that what I got? The Memphis accent? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I get to you. I get you back later. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Like I only owe you a million jabs on on um, dialect and accent. All right, all right. I am from Appalachia. You are from Appalachia. You are from you are from uh you you from the the Hicks. I mean the Hicks Hicks. The Sears, the Sears Hicks. You know what? You know what? Don't 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 get don't get just. Too far down that road. All right. So, <sighs> so let, let, you want to want to talk about the convocation right quick before we get into the big stuff. You know what? You know where I want to start, right? Let's go. Where are we going? Where are we starting? I'm gonna start with Mother Kelly. Okay, Mother Kelly. Also known. I, I as, gotta start there. Also known as my hero. She is my hero, and let me tell you. Let me give you. You know, I don't play about church mothers. I know that's now, true. Yeah. I don't play about church. For this uh, in and um, did it freeze up? Yeah, yeah, you was frozen. You was frozen. Yeah, they're gonna, gonna buy this. Man, this uh, freezing up. They gave me. The, they gave me this breakfast blend of coffee. It's really bitter. Can I get the regular coffee? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so 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 I you know I struggle. You can't play with this thing about the church mothers. That no. That, uh -uh. Um, and so let me give you a little bit of backstory. Um, I've never met Mother Kelly in person, mm. um, but I think it was in 1988 when I first heard her speak at the convocation oh. in Memphis. Mm. And one of the things that drew me into her was how real she was. Mm. Um, a lot of people, you know, live in this cotton candy land of their salvation, 
Um, but one of the things that I appreciated about Mother Kelly is she talked about real life and how God can impact that. Mm-hmm. And um, that was the first time I had ever seen a woman stand flat-footed mm-hmm. and preach. She did not... She did not present herself, you know, as though she was scared mm-hmm. to say what she had to say. Nope. She came with power and authority. Mm-hmm. She was in the scripture nope. and she made it applicable to life. She did. She's very good at that. That she won me at that point. Thank you so much. And so I, I have always, it. you know, been attentive to her ministry over the years. And even I'm amazed at how relevant even her message was during the convocation because she said something that 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 even now resonates with me mm-hmm. when she talked about the distinction between the types of women that are doing ministry because I am one of those women. If you got married when you were 19 and you don't know what it's like to be single out here in the world and have to go take care of your car yourself and pay your bills and stuff, you can't talk to me about certain things because your frame is different and you can't even relate to my friend and so people like mother kelly they've been in the world and they acknowledge that and they use that as part of their ministry i admire that now let me add a little icing on that cake i am from tennessee so i do have some some affinity um for the mothers in tennessee just because um, that's where I was and I could go down the list of the mothers who've had a great impact in my life so when I see someone on the internet talking about they going to slap Mother Kelly yo man that was crazy wasn't it you know what I feel sorry for you number one because you must not understand how we roll in Tennessee she must not know she must not know it's thugs in Memphis she, if they say, she says something about Mother Kelly they, they would be a problem you know what it, it, Thugs is to put it politely. I know. First, well, well, let's let's put it. Let's back up. Let's back up. Let's let's back up. Who are you that you have so little thought of a eighty-year-old church mother? That's right. Such little regard that you gonna you gonna slap it. You know what? You gonna, you, gonna, you need somebody to slap. Come come practice on me first. Man, don't do, yeah, don't, yeah. don't do it. Come, come practice on me. You want to slap a church mother? Come practice on me first. Before you get to the mothers, come practice on me. Let, let's let's practice. Let's see how it can go for you. That that. Now you talking about put my blood on boil? Oh my God. I can stand that, that right. That right there. But it makes me feel sorry for the individual because what? There there's another dynamic playing out. This also says that this individual does not know what it's like to have females in her life that nurture and love her. And, and, talk, because, and talk straight to you. And talk straight to you because right. love is not always cotton candy gooey. Sometimes right. love is you need to sit down and hush. Right. Sometimes right. love is you making a fool of yourself. Right. Love won't let you do certain things. Right. If anybody is 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 thinks everything you do is cotton candy, gooey, wonderful, and they never say, "Well, you could do it this way, you could do a better way, you need to stop that, you need to change that," if they never give you that, that's not love. They ain't helping. That's, you. 
they're not because they're not helping you they're not love so the the role of the church mother is a very loving role right and it is a role that includes instruction and correction right now from from whatever angle that she ministers it's what the lord gave her and in the midst of that you you gotta respect the church mother when she's respectable right. and even if she's not respectable in your opinion you still, not respectable you still give a certain level of respect that's right to the fact that it's a church mother you that's might right. not agree you might not understand it's a lot of things my grandmother said to me when i was young that didn't make sense to me when i was young right. but now that i'm older i'm going oh man that's what she was trying to tell me mm. and i thank god for the stuff that she imparted to me when she knew i didn't get it right. because she knew a day would come when those words would have more weight in my life mm-hmm. And that's part of what church mothers do. They may not speak to your right now, mm-hmm. but they speak to you mm-hmm. and where you're headed in life. Mm-hmm. Man, you can't mess with church mother. I, there is a pra- you know there's, there's a practical nature <sighs> to experienced theology mm. that cannot be uh, meted out through discussion, talking, or anything else. You got to be there. You got to. You got to experience it for yourself. Now, whatever parts of the message they found controversial, which in this generation could be anything. Um, they too sensitive. They're, you very, know they're very sensitive. I, very sensitive. Everybody ain't gonna like you. Everybody That's ain't gonna right. agree with you. That's right. Get over that. That's right. The world keeps on turning. Wait, these, but anyway, go these ahead. Folks, these folks are way too sensitive. Somehow or another, they want the world. The world wants us to curtail our speech. To fit their ears. Meanwhile, I'm pretty sure that person was not a church person. Right, right, right. But, 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 but that's, that's or at least not Kojic, because mm-hmm. in, in in the Church of God in Christ, you you know we don't we don't play about the church. But, but that's but that's that's the point I'm making is the world wants to tell us how to talk to them. Wants mm-hmm. to dictate to us how we're going to have our how we're going to discuss the things that are relevant to us in our opinion. In the meanwhile, they talk to us in your kind of way. They talk any kind of way on their on their, any kind on their TV shows, in their music. They're brash. They're vulgar. They'll cuss you out uh, on their social media. They act all kinds of fools. But the minute we decide we're going to talk and we use a little hard language, little hard language, not 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 not, not vulgar. You may not like the epithet, but we use a little hard language, and you want us to, and, and you want to make us back up. Because we use the word you don't like. You know what? I, some at some point we need to we need to actually talk about the concept, the definition, the understanding of abomination. Um, I, that's a Bible word that just you don't really hear in common language anymore. Mm. But I think I think clarity needs to be brought to light. That's right. On understanding what, what a, an abomination right. is. Talk about the actual concept. What is an abomination? No. You know, because everybody, you know, everybody wants to do their way, their way. Right. Um, but there are some things that God has an opinion on. God has insight on. There are some um, things that He has left His opinion on record. On record. On record. 
and and th- now th- now you can't now if you're going to discredit the book then then you have a different level of uh of understanding and, and it frames the argument differently well let's take, let's take one step further if you're going to act like god was practicing before jesus came along i know right <laughs> Like and, and what do you say? And, and there are some, there are some, and there are some, um, some paths of theological understanding that will give you that. Right. That somehow, um, that somehow, another, you know, God was just kind of joking around, and then Jesus showed up, and then like, okay, now, uh, it's right. But we can, we, yeah. we you know, the God. And so, God didn't the, need a. In, go ahead, go ahead. My bad, my bad, my bad. In the um. In the conservative circles, um, I think how we frame our theology about God and God's interaction um, is very telling. And that's why I say I would love to know where these people, where their frame is um, that have such such an opinion. Well, I, th- I, th- I think the thing is, when you start talking about, you know, your God talk, Theology, as we as we as we turn it, um, there's a certain there's a certain re- reality you have to come to. Either God is eternal or He's not. Okay, so now God, interactive. But, but, well, let's just, but let's just do the eternal part. Okay. If He's eternal, when He said whatever He said, then it's still applicable when Jesus comes, and Jesus makes sure we know this. In fact, all Jesus says is, yo, it's not that what God said isn't sinful. It's just that now I'm applying my blood to these things. So Gentiles, I'm not going to make you eat the dietary, you know, practice uh, kosher. I'm not going to make you practice kosher. That's not part of your, it's not part of your uh, uh, upbringing, part of your culture. So I'm not going to make you do that. However, it's left on record that it might not be good for you to be eating all that pig while I enjoy my bacon. Um, <laughs> I know, I shouldn't say, but bacon? Yeah, I know, I know. But bacon? God made bacon. I mean, and, and he gave it exclusively to us, because he, he wanted the Jews to eat it. He gave it to us. I know, right? Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I, You know what? You can keep the whole rest of the animal, but bacon? Bacon? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I gotta have bacon, man. I had a Jewish, I had a, I had a Jewish friend, um, uh, he was getting ready to move to Israel, but we used to laugh all the time about the fact that he uh, used to put bacon on everything. I mean, he used to bacon on cheeseburgers, bacon on his pizza. I mean, he put bacon. Um, on and his rationale was. Uh, there wasn't no rationale. He wasn't practicing. He was. He wasn't. He, wasn't <laughs> he was just eating bacon. Yeah, he wasn't a religious. Was, Jew. Bacon is good. That he, was his right. rationale. He, he he discovered bacon. He was a rebel in his family. He discovered bacon. Was like, oh, I ain't going back. <laughs> I said, I said, I said, you need to go ahead and just give give with this old Jesus thing. You you'd be all right then, man. <laughs> well, and so you know, we're not going to discuss the whether the the dietary laws stick or stay well, yeah, in not, Christianity. I'm making we're going to save that for another. I'm going to save that for. I'm making I'm making a point about about an eternal God that what He said then is still right today. There is no there is no question about the rightness or the correctness of it. There's no correct. There's there's no there's no question, black folk, that if I eat all this bacon all the time, I'm gonna have a diabetic problem. I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have an issue, a and, high and, blood pressure problem, and and high and, and the gout, and yeah, the gout, and that too, right, right. So yeah. so so 
God's word is eternal and it's right then, it's right now. So if he said what he said about homosexuality then, just because we are accepting of lifestyles now doesn't mean that uh, uh, his word is any less valid. Well, so let's let's tackle this because um, you know very much from working in the helping professions, you work with all kinds of people in all kinds of backgrounds and all kinds of lifestyles. Right. Um, that's just part of, of what that, that kind of ministry is. And so what has to be understood is understanding a certain belief and, and authority of the text does not mean that you're not able to minister to and help people. Right who have a different understanding. Right. It is, there's always an opportunity to communicate. Right. There's always an opportunity to be present. And, and a lot of what we do is to simply be present right. with people in places in their life. And, um, and, 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 and even if us being present prevents, presents an evangelical opportunity, we take it with the sensitivity that we understand their life. For example, right. if I'm talking to somebody who I know is a practicing homosexual and they are in a tough place in their life and their world's falling apart and they call me for advice, they want to know what I think. At some point in time, after I deal with the emotional distress, the issue that they're going through, if the, the, the initial matter, right, if, if the opportunity for, for, for the, uh, the soul winning moment comes and I, and, I, and I can say something to them that, that that, that because they feel convicted, I can say something that, that will help pull them out of that lifestyle. I can water a seed that's already been planted, or maybe plant the seed, or plant the seed. Then, then, then I should do so. Now, I can do that without being offensive, but I cannot do that acting like what they're doing isn't wrong. Right. Just, right. just like just just like it was wrong when I was out here, girl chasing. And messing with all these different women, all this that and the other, just like that was wrong. You messing with these men, and you a man. That that that's wrong, and and it's gonna always be wrong because it's a, an abomination. But just, just 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 if you let me, Marvin, give a, a quick definition of abomination. Abomination, yes, is sin, but it's a special level of sin. It is it is a, it is a sin against nature. nature. It is a sin that is obvious, not because the law was written to express it as sin, but because it is awkward to the nature of a, of a thing. All right? Now, humanity is created to sustain itself. Life is made to, to, to sustain itself. You sustain yourself through procreation. Procreation is a heterosexual uh, experience. There's no other way? No other way to do it. So, if this is the case, then the yeah, nature... and I know there's some scientists that's out there saying, but you can go to the lab. Yeah, that doesn't but, count. Um, that doesn't count. Naturally, thank you. if all the labs broke down and we didn't have nothing, we were just men and women out here, the human race would still be able to make it based on the fact that we are, we have a drive to procreate. Right? Now, the sex, the, the, the sex drive is not just a drive for pleasure. The sex drive is actually the drive for life. We look at it and one connectivity. Side, right. We look at it one sided, or we look at it from, from one dimension as the act itself, when in reality there's a higher there's a higher call for it. Therefore, when we talk about something being an abomination, it's against 
the nature of a thing. It's against the very nature of a thing. God doesn't have to write down on a piece of paper that, uh, yeah, yes, yes, I am saying sin has categories. We, 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 I, I, could define, I could go get in that deeper or more if you want to. God has defined that there are things that are naturally understood to be awkward and to be against human nature, period, point blank. Before the law is written down, we understand it, right? We well, understand. And, and, and let me throw let me throw another piece in there. Um, abomination is something that is disgusting because it breaks that natural uh, structure. So when we say something is an abomination, we're saying that it's something that's really disgusting to God because it goes against what he created wow. and designed to be. So, but, but when you, even in doing something that is disgusting to God, that doesn't mean that, that, that God doesn't love you, but there are always going to be consequences to what you do, whether good or bad. Mm -hmm. Whether good or bad, there's always going to be consequences. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if you do certain things, well, you'll get certain outcomes. And, 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 and can, I, That's, can I piggyback over that to answer the question sure. that the brother just asked? Which is, yeah. yes, you know, what, what are the categories of sin? Where is that biblically? The categories of sin uh, are listed biblically all sorts of ways, but they are categories because of the penalty that follows them. There are, there, 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 right. there, there are some sins that were worthy of death. There were some sins that were worthy of some economic uh, 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 cost. There were some sins that were worthy of sacrificing two pigeon doves. There were some sins that would get you ostracized from the from the whole community. Uh, Put uh, out of the community. Right, right. And, 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 that, and that, is, that is among the things uh, of God's people. Uh, uh, this is, this, we, can, we can further build on this, but understand, see, our, our understanding of sin has been um, kind of, uh, not wars, but it's been, it's been affected by our, our understanding of grace. Can we know. say water down and sugar added? Well, no, I don't. I don't want to say that because because it, 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 it's it's correct. It is correct for it, if any preacher who stands from the pulpit and says all all unrighteousness is sin, they are correct. All unrighteousness is sin, but there are still levels of unrighteousness. There are still levels uh, of ungodliness. Uh, this is this is why when um, Paul was talking to uh, the Corinthian church, and uh, he says this is a small matter. There are bigger matters to judge. This here is a small matter. You can judge amongst yourselves. But God says in, um, in the book of Psalms that the, the Lord has the weights and the measurements in his hands as it pertains to judgment. If, if, if there is a judgment, if this is a true concept that God is a judge, then you judge according to evidence. You judge according to the weight of a thing. Uh, there, there, there are categories that say thou shall not kill in... Um, uh, in the Decalogue is really thou shall not murder because killing is okay. Why do we know killing is okay? Because right after you said thou shall not kill, they, yeah, they, got, they, got, they got the fight and started War. killing folk. <laughs> right? So, so you know. Um, context. You, right, I mean, right. It's, it's, it's context. And I, and I, 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 appreciate, way... I appreciate the brother Scott. I appreciate the, the interaction because you're right. But, but by the same token, when you get up in your pulpit, you do need to preach all the righteousness of sin. You don't have time to go into the whole 
concept of it all until like some type of Bible study thing. You know, every every moment in life is not a preaching moment. Some some moments in life are, are a teaching moment. And, and then yeah, where you, you need to unpack. Right, and you can unpack things. Go ahead. What did you say, Marvin? I'm sorry. So, in but in that um, in that understanding, I think it's important for us to realize that what happens in community mm-hmm. is also a part of the dynamic that plays out with sin. Okay. Because. Sin, not only, you know, we like to, nowadays, everybody, it's just me and it affects me. It ain't bothering you. Mm. But sin does something to the ecosystem of the community. And in that way, you know, we have to be um, much more attentive to what what we're doing is doing to, to our... Um, our way of being in the community. I don't know if I've lost him or not. Is he there or is he gone? Because I don't have audio on him anymore. Um, Elder Hall, are you still there? Because I can't hear you. Do something, say something. Let me know you're still there. Did we lose Elder Hall? I'm not sure. Um, I don't have audio. I think you're still there, but I don't have audio on you anymore. Are you struggling with your audio? Y'all give us a second. I think we're having some technical difficulties. Um I think he's going to try to rejoin. He's saying that I can't bring you on camera. Just try it again. I think we're getting you back now. All right. We have hey, there, there we, we go. go. Man, I, right. man that, it, 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 I hate when folks call me during certain times. If you see me on Facebook Live, don't be, don't call me, man. Don't call me. You see me doing this. Come on, don't call me, man. Anyway, go ahead. What were you saying? You talk about community. Go ahead, finish that up. Um. So, so in community, and I want us to transition this. This baby so the good. Stop praying to be. In, you know what? The stop praying to be stuck because that's what we're really supposed right. to be doing. Let me talk about right. Um. So, so in the in the sense of community. Um, we can't get so stuck in a legalistic way on the biblical text, but we do have to know how to apply it to, to give it life application. Because one of the things that I'm always amazed about is is how people can be stuck on their principle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and forget about the soul of the individual. Mm. Yeah. And and sometimes what we give people and the way we give it to them can be more detrimental to the soul than to help them navigate ways of living in um, in the biblical text with some 
authority in their life to understand. And like you were saying, that we can get so heavy on grace mm -hmm. that we forget that there is a structure in place. That's but I think happens. we can also be on the other side so heavy on the structure mm -hmm. that we forget that there is grace. the soul of the individual. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things that you learn from doing what we do is yeah. is to how to connect to minister to the soul of the individual in the context of helping them to understand how the biblical text is a part of the impact in their life. Well, then let's 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 let's, let's jump from that to our to our topic today was about stop trying to be stuck. Um, because what we do is we get um. Do, Read, read that. Read that post he just posted, Marv. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll introduce this in here. Um, it, I don't see all of it. Did you see? Just, just open up. Did you Google. all see the video of the pastor who dismissed a young man from the service for dressing like it, it's not letting me like a woman? Yeah, I, I, oh no, I missed that. And as much as I sat by the computer, I missed that. God. Either that or somebody turned something off when it happened. So what service was that in? And and um, I don't know. Y'all 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 work that out. Let me let me talk about this stop praying to be stuck thing. Whoa, that's deep. Okay, so here. A lot well, of, it's it, but it's important. Well, it is very it, important. It, but, it's very important. But yeah, go ahead. Let's let's I mean, go on. Because because we, we virals. Can you um in the comments? Yeah, we are. Right, can yeah. you put put, put us a link there? Put there. a link there. Um, um here's the whole thing about praying to be stuck. We want comfort more than we want the will of God. We want comfort and security more than we want the will of God. But no, no, not even creature comforts. I'm explain, when I explain this right here, it's not even about creature comforts. Okay. We just, we just, we, we, we want comfort, or we want re, re, we want affirmation more than we want the will of God. All right. Because now, affirmation more than the will of God yeah, as in to please people? Just hang in here. I'm going somewhere. Okay. It's going to be good. Okay, go ahead. All right. So, Jesus is talking to the disciples, and he tells the disciples, look, y'all go ahead and get on the water. Y'all go ahead and get out there, and I'll see y'all in a little bit. All right. The Bible says the disciples got on the water, and the wind was contrary. And the wind was contrary, and the Bible says Jesus came walking on the water. And in one text, I think it was Luke, it says he looked like he, he was going to pass him by. He was walking on the water and he was going to walk, walk right by him. And the disciples were on the boat and they think that Jesus coming at them, they think he's a ghost. Uh, like my friend Adrian always says, I love how he says this. This is one of, the, this is one of, the, this is one of the, my favorite preacher quotes in the world. He says, the disciples see the wind and it's real, the rain, that's real, the storm is real. The, uh, the, the the fear of the ship sinking is real, but Jesus is fake. You know, he's a ghost. Hmm. But Jesus comes walking on the water, and um, uh, uh, while they're in the boat, they are exactly what Jesus told them to be, right? They are exactly there. They are exactly there. I'm going to show you how we do and how we preach this and how it messes people up. Peter says, Jesus, if it be your will, let me come. Now, Jesus' will for them was to be in the boat, right? Right. That's what Jesus said, to be in the boat. Peter wants affirmation so badly that he's willing to step out of the will of God to go to a Jesus that's getting ready to come to him. 
Y'all don't like this type. Y'all don't like this type of teaching. We've been justifying people for I'm so long. I'm trying to see where you are now, but I'm trying I'm to. I'm, I'm almost I'm there. Go ahead. The boat is the will of God. The boat is the will of God. The boat. Listen, the boat is, such, is so much the will of God that when God, when Jesus says, go to the other side, they're going to make it. I don't care how contrary the wind is. I don't care how bad it looks. Jesus said, go to the other side. I'll meet you over there. That means. I feel like Timothy uh, uh, Douglas Miller should be in the black. No, no, no. That means no matter what happens, you're going to get to the other side because I told you what? I'm going to meet you over there. Right? This is the, so the will of God is the boat. Understand it. The will of God is the boat. Peter steps out of the will for the reaffirmation, for the affirmation of, you know, I'm with Jesus. I'm, I'm showing sure you how this works. Mm, and this, and this bragging rights. And, 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 this is how this is what we do. There are times God will tell us to be in His will, and we will go and we will search for a caveat, search for a a, 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 a point, negotiated a, 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 yeah, a negotiated place where we say, you know. Now, God, if I go over here, that's right. You can bless this over here right, too. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Now what I'm getting ready to do, exactly. you bless that. So, 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 so Jesus says, "Be that's in the boat," but I don't want to be in the boat. I want to be over with Jesus. Okay, I get it. Being with Jesus is nice. But if you stay patient and you stay in the boat and you stay in the wheel, he's coming the way you are. But Peter gets out. And sometimes what happens is our faith cannot sustain our desire to be special to be or to be out there. Our faith can't sustain it. Peter's faith worked for a little bit. The Bible then the Bible says, Marvin, this this is the most this is this is the this is the craziest statement in the whole Bible. The Bible says, and Peter began to sink. I want you to get that picture in your mind. When was the last time you got in the bathtub and you began to sink when you got in? I don't know about you. When I get in the tub any, or the pool, I step right to the bottom. I don't begin to sink. Peter began well, to sink. Well, I'm a good swimmer, so uh, I'm Hang in there. Could... See, now you distracted me. So now what happens is... <laughs> So what happens is, is Peter is, is declining out of the will of God. He's declining, but he's on his way to Jesus. So we redeem it. We say, yeah, you're on your way to Jesus. You're going to Jesus. That's great. Go ahead. Go to Jesus. And we preach it as if that's what we ought to do. We ought to leave the will of God to go where Jesus is. Peter but didn't Jesus say, <laughs> Jesus said. Yeah, let me finish before, said, you, before, you, before, you, before you start telling me what Jesus says. But, so but now, Jesus said, Jesus said, stay in the boat. Jesus said, go to the other side. Get in that boat and go to the other side. That's what he said. But Jesus said, get in that boat and go to the other side. I'll meet you over there. So now Peter's out there on the water. He gets out of the boat. He's going to Jesus. He begins to sink. He says, Lord, save me. Jesus saves him, right? And then saves him and then takes him. What, 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 what does Jesus take him? What does Jesus take him? Right back to the boat. Right back to the wheel. Can right you do what I told you to do? My will. Now, can you just do what I told you to do? Do what I told you to do. Stay <sighs> in the will. All, all this time, you know, I, I don't heard preachers preach this so long. And Peter was on the water. And he looked back at the disciples. And the disciples, they began to mess with him. And they, 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 they couldn't believe it. Why didn't they have faith to get No, no, no. If, if, getting out the, if getting out the boat was a big deal, when Jesus got on the boat, he would have said the same thing to them. That he said to him the first time he was on the boat, which is, oh, ye of little faith. Why didn't you get off the boat too? But this time they were not of little faith. 
they were frustrated, they were angry, but they were staying in that boat. They were doing what the Lord said do. The last time they got in the storm, Jesus wasn't there. But this time they got in the storm, and they hung in there. They hung in there. We want to kick the disciples for doing for doing what Jesus said do. When you do what the Lord says do, it might get scary. You might get discouraged. It might get hurtful. But you still do it. So now here's the thing. When you pray to be stuck, that's when you say, God, I want you to make me comfortable in this thing that I'm in. And I will do whatever it takes to be comfortable in this thing that I'm in. Make me okay. Make me okay. Will. Yeah, yeah. Or make me okay here. And then wherever I'm at, make it your will. It's a twofold prayer. Lord, make it your will and make me okay while I'm here. And that's when we will, we will accept oppression. We will accept depression. We will accept hurt, pain, and anger because it's better for us to stay there than accept the challenge that God has given us to move somewhere else. So we pray to be stuck. We'll be, we'll be in a situation where that's killing us. It's toxic for us. Lord, totally Lord, toxic. Lord, Lord just, just change it. Change it. No, he, no. He wants you to get out well, of Well, and so a lot of times people will encourage you to stay in your toxic. Right. And, and we're not, because of because of whatever reason. Well, we, no, we're not talking about things that you're supposed to work through, like marriage. We're talking about things that you ain't got to work through, like you know, Leroy, your boyfriend, who uh, ain't acting right, and he ain't Why trying to I marry just you. Get a vision of the guy from AIM, from Fame. Because <laughs> his name was Leroy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that Leroy didn't like women. I don't think. I, I, I don't think that I, Leroy. Liked you don't women. think? I don't think so. I don't, I, you don't think? I mean, in Fame, and in back in those days, he, he he did. I think he was acting like he did, but in reality, I don't. Th I don't think he. I don't. Anyway, no, that's not. I'm sorry. I got you sidetracked. Got you sidetracked. <laughs> stop. Stop praying to be stuck, Marvin. We gotta, and as preachers, we gotta stop advising people to pray to be stuck. Just pray to the Lord, make it better. Sometimes God will make it better if it's his will to, for you to be there. But then sometimes things are hard, things are rough because you're in the wrong place. I'm not saying when you get in the right place it's going to be easy, but being in his well, will is Well, I think there's a strength. peace of mind that comes in being in, in the will of God. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not that you won't have challenges. It's not that, that things will be suddenly perfect. No. But I think your resolve is different, and I think your um your outcomes are different because it, it makes a, a huge difference when you're in something and you're struggling and you're taking on challenges but you know that the benefits are worth what you're going through because you believe in what you're doing and you believe it's god's will that's totally different from being in a situation where um, you're just trying to do it your way and you want God to bless it and you don't even really know why you're trying to do it other than it's just what you want to do. Or Because if it's not God's will, what is its benefit for you? But if you don't know where God is taking you, then it's like, do I go? But you know what? A lot of times you can know where God is taking you, but you want to drag some other concepts along with you. You want to bring, oh, let's talk about that. Bringing something else with you. And that, that, that a lot of times um, can be just as detrimental um, as anything else because you can't, um, let, me say, let me give it myself as an example. If I decided that I was going to go uh, 
run a race. Somehow, I've got to change some things to be fit, to be mentally prepared to run the race. And, you know, we always sing these songs about how this life in Christ is a race. But if we really thought of it that way, we would condition ourselves for what we were doing differently. Mm. Right. We, we, you know, when, right. when I was young and, and I was very athletic, uh, back then one of the things that I used to do was wear ankle weights. Because what ankle weights do is get your... Stop that. Don't look at me like that. What, Molly? You're 6'9". You should have been playing basketball at the University of Tennessee anyway. Stop it. Okay, go ahead. What ankle weights do is they they not only build up your muscle, but they get you used to carrying additional weight. Right. So when you remove the additional weight, you actually have not only more strength, right. but more speed. Right. So a lot of things in your life that you need to let go of and lay aside mm. have actually strengthened you but they're also going to give you more speed and more strength. Well, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Because here's the thing. They can, in the training, they can. But you, even you and I know that if you do it too much, you can hurt you yourself. You can hurt yourself. Yeah. And that's the thing. We hold on to and things too much. And that's what happens if you carry things too long. Yeah. yeah. If you carry <laughs> burdens too long. I don't... Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, Reverend Scott. I, I don't, I didn't wear them. I don't wear them. You, you have to ask Marvin you know about so, that. So I don't let know me about tell that. Reverend Scott, to not to stay on this subject, but I also <laughs> I did my undergraduate work at the University of Tennessee, and if you've ever been to the University of Tennessee campus, there's not a lot of parking, so a lot of times you end up parking like two miles away from your class. And so sometimes by the end of the day, I would be three and four miles away from my car. So not only did I walk to class and all of that, I had to walk back to the car. So it did a lot of miles every day you went to class. But the thing about the University of Tennessee is it's in East Tennessee, which is not flat. So everything is either up or down or across the side of the hill. So you talk about strength training. Mm. That mm. is strength training. And then you ended up in Atlanta um, at ITC where, where everything was flat. Where we were. Everything was flat in Atlanta where we were. Everything was flat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And hot. Yeah. And concrete. <laughs> hey, man. I kill for a little bit of Atlanta heat right now. But, um... Uh, but, yeah, so so in, in the... From a spiritual side, right. you know, we have to... We look at it from the same thing. A lot of times what we're dealing with and what we're doing, we're just progressing through it. Right. And just trying to make the progress that we need to make to accomplish one set of things. Right. But there can be some strength training that is taking place in that context. And usually, usually we're trying to, let me jump in, and usually we're trying to accomplish our set of things. Not, not a God set of things, but our set of things. Go ahead. Right. And so, so a lot of times... Um, when we're negotiating with God to, to make things work or to bless things in our lives. I'm so glad you used that, that word. Thank you for using that, using that word negotiating. Thank you. 
Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, because that's what that's what we do. That's right. And instead of instead of being okay with 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 trusting God's will, as if God can't see on all sides of time and all sides of the situation. Right. But I want to take my little narrow view, my little kaleidoscope tunnel vision. Right. And I want to explain to God why this how is wonderful best. it could be yeah. if God would do it my If you just way. did it this way, Lord. I mean, you know, if you really trust God. Now, now listen, I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes it's hard to trust them. It is. All right. It, it is. Because a lot of times, a lot of times what God tells us and what God is showing us is so far outside of our ability to frame or understand. We can, we, we're sometimes God tells us things that seem absolutely like, how is that supposed to happen? How That's in the ludicrous. world is that going to happen? Exactly. But, but in the midst of what God has spoken, Will he not do it? Right. But the, 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 that's really a rhetorical question. Right. Exactly. It's a rhetorical question. We God can do it. Right. But can you can you not make every way to prove to yourself that God? Sometimes I think we try to prove to ourselves that God can't do it. That God ain't gonna do it. Right. So I then you can be justified to do it your way. Do it your way. And then that's how you end up staying stuck. And, on a and, and wheel. praying about being and praying and praying about your stuckness. Praying about your stuff. Praying. I mean, you know, we Lord, here I am. One more time, and the Lord looks at you and says, "Once more and again." Yeah. Get and, it right. And, and the Lord looks at you and says, "Yes, here you are. <laughs> Still, yeah. One more time." And right I gave there. you a train to ride up out of here, but you still here. And you still there. <laughs> I told you to go. I told you to exit the get off of and everything. And here you are. One more time. As humbly as you know how. As humbly as we know how. Yeah. yeah I, I, the Bible says that God will mock you sometimes. He'll mock you. And it, I imagine God is really, really funny sometimes when, when we're praying to him and he says, oh, it's so bad for you. <laughs> you know? Like, if you had just done what I told you, you could have been walking right, 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 in the right, 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 right. But see, I'm, but you wanted to be over there in the cotton field. But, but I'm, I'm gonna tell you this, Mom. Now, now, now this, now this right here, this, this, this some, this some world class transparency right here. This is, Lord, please don't let the wrong people watch this video. Okay. Really, all over the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here you go. Ahead. So, I mean, but like, I mean, for my even myself, like, I get frustrated with some things, like in my own personal ministry. That, that, you know, my life plan was much different in my mind than it is now. Oh, mine was definitely different. You know, there are some definitely. things. There's some things that I thought would have would happen by now that hadn't happened, and it gets frustrating when I'm. I feel like I'm kind of stuck in this in this place here, and I know that I need to be over there, over there, and I can't. I can't, no matter how I do it, how hard I try, I can't get there. Now, is God holding me? Is God saying, no, you can't go right now? Or what, is, what, is, what is God doing? I, I, can't, I can't speak to know uh, uh, the, the logic in God's timing. But I know that... that that's essential, God's yeah. timing. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. And, 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 and since I'm not going to pretend to know the logic in God's timing... 
at some point in time, I either got to decide to say yes, Lord, or accept the consequences of moving prematurely. Now, don't don't ever, you know, I'm not sure what's worse, moving prematurely or moving too late. But you know, and neither one of them go. Neither one of them, yeah, neither one of them was very good. And 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 I'm not going to say that you can't um, recover. Yeah, one. recover oh. lost ground, but um, just like anything else, to move in perfect harmony and timing with what God is doing always is best. Right. Right. Um, and 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 you know, I think um, I think having to double back when you know that you're so far away from where God would have you and what God would have you doing, right. it, it can be a daunting task. It can seem overwhelming, mm-hmm. but I always believe that if God gives you a vision, God gives you um, an assignment that he's equipped you for that. He's equipped you for that journey. He's equipped you for everything that needs, but to embrace that, is a place of surrender. Right, right. That's right. where you have to stop negotiating with God right. and say, God, show me your way. Right. I'm, I, and, and usually, sad to say, most of the time, God has to let us get all the way broken into pieces mm. to get out of our stubborn self to say, okay, God, I can't do any more. I and willing right. to really be obedient to what you've told me to do. And and it's really it's really sad that, that we can be like that. Right. Um in our stubbornness. Right. Because that's what it really is. It's just really stubbornness. Like you gonna you're gonna negotiate with God, you're gonna explain to God how it could be better another way. Right. And I ain't gonna do what you told me to do until you do what I want. To do. I'm not gonna really? let I'm not gonna let go till you bless my soul. Oh, you're right. not. Oh well, let's hit, let's hit that hip then. <laughs> we, we're gonna, now you got to carry that. We, yeah, we, we're gonna we're gonna make we're gonna and you make you gonna pay. That's I right. Did. We're gonna make you pay for your stubbornness. We're, you know, sometimes you gotta go down into the belly of a fish and stay right. down there with all of that stomach acid and regurgitated food. And smell the stench and the darkness of being in what you thought was going to be a better alternative than just going where God told you to go. And then you got to get spit out with all of that mess on you now. And now you got to even clean up yourself before you can go do what God told you to do. When you could have just went and done what God told you to do. Who said he cleaned? Who said he cleaned himself up? He had to go right there. He, he, he was he was away. He went. He got on. He got on the road to go. Okay, well, I have OCD, so he's going to rinse off in the water a little bit. He's going to take a little ocean water and splash some of that vomit off. Let me have that, okay? You got it. Now, if you don't have any biblical text we got to, it. to charge that differently, I'm going to need him to take about five to seven minutes and kind of splash around in the water and rinse some of that whatever was in the fish's stomach off, okay? <laughs> Let me have that. Let me have that. You got it. I give it to you. Thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> My OCD can't take but so much. <laughs> see, see, these control but, so issues. Here's the thing. <laughs> what? These control issues. That's what we're talking about. 
Praying to be you know stuck. What? I'm going to the Bible. I'm going to the Bible. Well, okay. To the B I B L E. That's the book for me. I stand no, upon no. the word of God. Go ahead, go ahead. Then bring the B I B L E. Stop before I call Mother Kelly. Okay. On. <laughs> I need to meet Mother Kelly. You know what? I, 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 we'll, I'll, make I'll, make I'll make it happen one day. I'll make it happen. So, um, you know what? Here's a text that I need to hear somebody preach. Nobody, I don't, I've never heard this text preached. And if you have heard it preached, please, I need somebody to send me video, audio, something. Because I've never heard this text. All right, what's the text? First Kings 13. All right. What's the text? Read it. I'm not reading the whole thing. No, don't read the whole thing. We just, 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 you know. Um. So the Cliff Note version. So he's a man of God, and God tells him to go and gives him specific instructions of what to do, what not to do. Right. He comes across a prophet, and the prophet says, "Oh, come eat at my house." And he says, yeah. "No, you know, um, the Lord told me to do this, this, and this." And he says, "Oh, no, 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 no. This is what the Lord." Tell me to tell you to do. So he goes with the man. He goes. He goes to the man's house, eats whatever. Well, long story short, so I'm not gonna read the whole thing. He he's sitting there, and the, and the prophet then tells him, "Oh, you know, you're gonna die, right?" He's like, "What?" He said, "Because you didn't do what God told you to do." So the man drops dead, and like you read this, like, wait, what? Exactly. So. The prophet is telling you what he knew was not God's will. And you went with the prophet because you knew it was not God's will, but you went with him because he said so because he was a prophet. There's a lot in there. That's very relevant. That's uh that's uh that's a very relevant thing. It needs to be preached because you know we got a lot of prophets now. You know, telling folks they address and things. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna do that right now. Somebody's gonna watch this that lives in. You know what? You make me sick. <laughs> you live in Atlanta. You live in Atlanta, and I can't stand you. <laughs> this summer is going to be. It's going to be a hot summer for you in Atlanta. And I see you wiping the sweat off your forehead. I believe God wants you to stay cool. And if you find yourself in an air-conditioned place, air-conditioned place, notice I said it like this, and not just like, you know, air-conditioned place. Use my hands. I believe he's going to bless you. You can send me, uh, send that donation into, um, uh, the uh, cash app or the uh, something, Amen. Okay, go ahead, Marvin. And and don't and don't 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 test don't test my fire because I'll I'll call out your social security number. I'll call it out. Can you can can? Well, while you at it, can I go ahead and repent now and you give me the winning lottery number? I know. I know. I know. I I mean, some of the stuff that we go through. Some of the stuff that we go through. Um. It 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 just. I'm always fascinated with this this portion of text because. Let me say this very quick. I I got a friend of mine who does that, and I don't want him to think I'm talking about him. 
all the prophets that do that stuff, it's not all a gimmick, all right? It's not all, all is not a gimmick, all right? There's some prophets that really are gifted and can do that thing. I'm just messing with those folks that are faking the fire and doing it because they see somebody else doing it. If you ain't... Well, I, my, my, my question to prophets and prophecy is always, what is God's end result? Because I think a lot of things that, and maybe we need to do another show on this at some point. There's a difference in having um, the gift of a seer and the gift My, of a seeing prophet. The gift of, de- the, the spirit of divination. Okay, I was trying to not, but since you did. Um, because, because a lot of times I think we don't realize um, that a lot of people that are using their gift and in church, they not over somewhere on the 800 line or whatever they do now, they use their gift in church. And I'm always going, how, how does that glorify God? Call me now. What does, what does what you're saying? I, no, I'm talking about in church though. Oh, I know, what, I know. Because sometimes I'm, I'm sitting there going, how is what you're saying glorifying God? How is this bringing someone closer to their faith in God? How is this impacting the body of Christ in a way that edifies the church? Or oh, what's the difference because, between you and Madam Ruby down the street? Right. Because if what you're saying is not part of a bigger understanding of what God is doing in the service and in the life of the individual or the individuals in the service. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that I'm the person who has the ultimate insight to always know what God is doing. That's too arrogant. I, I never would claim that, but some things just don't sit well with my spirit. And that can be my measure at times to say, okay, what does this, what does this have to do with, with the price of tea in China? And I think we, in, in the church, we go along so well with certain things um, just because it's part of the culture, you know, and, and this is here again, let me go back to the church mothers. This is why I love church mothers because church mothers will call that stuff out. Get it, well. Church mothers will tell you, baby, Baby, you've been around somebody practicing witchcraft. That's what church mothers will tell you. Unless they, they want to practice witchcraft. <sighs> Listen, I have. You can't. Ooh. You just can't. You just can't, can you? No, I you can't. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. You can't. You, that, you can't. You walked right into that one. You were walking right into that one. You were like, you know, your head was down. You was walking straight forward. I was like, okay. <laughs> You know what? I ran into a tree like that one time. <laughs> so, you know, I'm from East Tennessee, right? So one of the things we do is go hiking. And it's like a school. So, yeah, our school field trips, we went, like, hiking off in the mountains and stuff. You know, I, I wasn't around a lot of non-brown non, people. I was with the non-brown people. So, you know, we did a lot of stuff. And so we, we went hiking, right? And so we're walking, and somebody had stepped on like a sweat bee thing in the nest that was like down in the ground. So there was sweat bees everywhere. And so I was trying to make sure that I didn't step in it. Cause we had to go through it. Cause we turning around wasn't an option. Right. We had to go like on through it to get through this hiking trail. Right. And 
I'm watching, trying to make sure I don't step on it. Because if you step on the sweat bee nest, your life is not going well. Yes, yeah, you in jail, you in trouble. And so they were trying to get to the water because you know you got to get to the water to get away from bees and splash the water around, or whatever. So I'm trying to make sure I don't step in the thing. But there was a piece of a tree that had fallen. And it was just like, I guess they had cut it off the trail, but there's like this long trunk piece hanging over the trail. I went right in the forehead into that. Hashtag city boy. Hashtag city boy. (laughs) You know what? You're going to have to come to East Tennessee and hike with me. No. There's all kinds of critters out there. It's coyotes and bear and deer. I'll send, you know what? I'll send Asia to come hike with you. And and wild boars. Yeah. Well, tell her, come on. I'll tell her to go. Because if she goes, you'll go. Because you're not going to let her go by herself. No, no, no. I you will. wouldn't go with us? Now, unless we go to, go. We're going to the Blue Ridge Mountains. I love the Blue Ridge Mountains. It's the same set of mountains. It's the geographic lines of one state to another has nothing to do with the fact that it's the same mountains. You know that, right? Stop playing. <laughs> Stop playing. Stop playing. <laughs> You play too much. You play too much. Where are we at? Well, how long have we been? How, how, we, I don't how long have we been on this I don't, thing? I don't even know. We stopped playing to be stuck, and somehow we're hiking. We're hiking on the mountains, and you won't hike on this side of the mountain, but you'll hike on that side that's, of the mountain. I don't that's know. terrible. Well, saints of God, we've been with you a while today, so. <laughs> And I don't know if we gave you enough information to tell you why you shouldn't be stuck or not. Well, I thought but, we did. I thought, I thought they got plenty of good information today. I mean, we, <sighs> we, went, down, we went down some places. We're going to go back to some places. I think I, think I really want to talk about that Jonah. I think I, think I want to go back to Jonah, though. Uh, next week, I want to pick up on some more Jonah and, um, and talk I about like that. I like Jonah. I like Jonah because um, Jonah's a good place for me. Um, I like talking about conviction from Jonah. Mm. Because the the out the exterior version of conviction and the interior version of conviction, I think we never, as a church body of um, of understanding, really unpack that. Well, look, I'm gonna give you this 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 this, this is my best ITC joke from from Jonah. You ready? All right. So Jonah is, so Jonah is saying, "How can I get away from God? How can I get away from God?" In his mind, he says. I can't go over east because God got him out of Babylon. His, his, his hand goes to Babylon. He goes to Babylon. I can't go south because he got us out of Egypt. So he, so he, he, he's down there in the south. Man, I can't go north because he got us out. He dealt with Assyria. Can't go north. You know what? I'm going to go west. I'm going to go to Spain. Cause I ain't never seen him deal with the Europeans before. <laughs> That's my favorite ITC joke. Uh, he... Okay, well, so I, I'm, I'm gonna need you to put that one back in the bottom. Oh, good boy. Good so, boy. Uh, but but to, uh, to Elder Scott, I need to let me let me say this. He's talking about cooking wild game. Elder Scott, I'm a real country girl. I can kill it. Clean it and cook. Scott is near, Scott is near your hometown. He's from he's from the Knoxville area. He's in that area. No, he's not. I think we already had that conversation. No, he's I think he's, no. He's in the Knoxville area. He's not. He's somewhere else. He told us before where he was. I don't remember where it was. I think he's definitely in the East Tennessee area. 
But um, but yeah, I'm a country girl, so I can cook now. I, I that that was a prerequisite no, where I came from. If you don't learn how to cook, you don't eat. Because back when I was coming up, we didn't drive through and buy food all the time. Those were special occasions. And so you know. Oh, oh, other, oh no, no, this is this is this is Scott from Gary. Okay, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking about the, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about another Scott. I, please yeah. forgive me. I'm sorry, man. So, so yes, I, I, I do cook. I am a country girl. I can, um, my uncle taught me how to fricassee a rabbit. That's probably one of my, don't, hey, stop that. Rabbit, go, I, I, I can do all of that. Uh, uh, Reverend, uh, you can, you can, I mean, I don't know if you, if, if you're available, you can, you can call her. She's a, she's a, she don't mind Gary, Indiana. Are you back to your plan from last week? I, you know, Marvin, I'm I'm all about I'm all about getting you hitched so we can go ahead and take care of these other things. We got to take take care for your ministry. I'm all about that. I'm all about that. I ain't trying to get nobody in no trouble, but if, I mean, if the opportunity presents itself, by all means, I'm saying you better. So, are you are you saying that? I want I want clarity. Are you saying that? Um, that marriage is is a prerequisite for me doing ministry. No, I'm not saying marriage is a prerequisite for you doing ministry. Wait, 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 wait. For you, probably. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. I think I, I think I might have hit offended right here. You might I think be I offended. probably am supposed to be. You might be offended. Right yeah, Maybe offended. As honest as you might be. Hallelujah. I think I might. I think I might be. A, I think I think I should should get a handkerchief and stand on my principles or something. Don't don't do don't stand on no principles. Just just take the just take my advice and say yes, Lord. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I need to be I married. I need to get married. The Lord knows well, what He's doing. God knows what He's doing. I ain't gonna say nothing about it. The Lord knows. I'm be like the old church mother. I see hope. You want to hear something funny? No, because the last funny thing wasn't funny to you, but it was funny to me. <laughs> but it was funny to me, so I'm not I'm not gonna mess with you about it. But um, okay, it's time to go. Um, oh, uh, and um, uh, Marvel, I believe you should check your inbox. Uh, you know what? From last week, let me tell you, you you and your five point plan on my life last week. I I did get a couple of inbox messages. Did you really? <laughs> on last week. So I'm not sure if I need to check my inbox this week or not. I, you might need to check your inbox then. I think you might need to say something. I'm just saying. I'm just well, saying. But, well, so here's here's my question. And I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this question and I'm gonna give you a whole week. To, to, I don't want you to answer this question now. I want you to take a whole week to meditate on this question. Lord Jesus, a whole week is a long time for me. Go ahead. So, you know, I was brought up in the grand old church of God in Christ. The grand old church. Yes, I know that church. Okay, the, the, real, the real church of God in Christ. Uh-huh, yes. Where they call sin, sin. Whatever they Holiness were. was right. Yeah. <laughs> or but left. But anyway. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Anyway. So here's my question. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, what is your stance on, um, I won't say predestination, mm. but um, God's specific 
plan to create a specific person for your marriage companion. Okay. I mean, I'll answer that next week. Because, you know, I was week. raised in the church where, you know, where they said, you marry who the Lord shows you. <laughs> right. It's for you. Right. Um, and and so I think, I think that's one of those things yeah. that I know what I think about it. I know what I believe about it. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I want I want to hear, and, and I'm gonna need you to come with some. Um, oh, I'm gonna bring it. Some. Um, I'm gonna bring it next week. Mark. I'm gonna bring it. I'm gonna need you to come correct. I'm, I'm gonna bring it. Mark. That one you can't. That one is going down in in the history books. So I'm gonna need you yeah. to. Mark, I'm, I'm gonna bring it next week. You don't, you don't, you don't, you just don't know. Because because you're talking about God's intent. Right. And God's covenant. Right. So I'm gonna need you to. I'm gonna need you to wrap it up real nice. Put a bow on the top. Oh man, and I'm, I'm upset the world. Tag. I'm upset the world next week. Then I'm afraid of that. That's what I'm afraid of. Because I'm, I'm afraid a- we're not gonna agree. I th- I'm almost sure we're not gonna agree. No, we might. We, we might agree. Just it just gotta depend. Just depends on on how you look at it. But 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 but, but, but I'm upset the world next week. Okay, so um, Elder Scott wants me to re- rephrase the question or ask the question again. Uh, my question to Elder Hall is um, about his belief and understanding regarding God's design for marriage to a specific person that is God's design for you or predestined for you. Um, does God create a relationship? specifically for you because in the old church when I was coming up you they told you you marry who the Lord told you to marry um, that the Lord would guide you and give you some insight and instruction into who he had for you mm. um, and so again I, I think that can can double back to what we were some of the stuff we were talking about earlier in in our telling God what what's going to work best in God telling us what his plan and will for us is, but we're going to tackle that one next week. I bet you um, you will not be stuck after next week. Won't be no stuck after next week when I get that one done. You know what? I'm just telling you. Get your, get your, get your stuff ready and let's come with it because I'm coming with mine. All right, but this, this, that's, that's a big one. So, so, so we're going to put on the, we're going to put on the hash on the thing for next week that we're oh, going to talk about. Hold on. <laughs> We told him, I ain't writing nothing down. Does 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 God? Does God? Yeah, let's get a good question. Have a specific person in mind for you? Does God? Does God get involved in your human relationship like that? Does God have a, a predestined person when you were born? Did He create somebody for you? Or have somebody in mind for you right then at that point. I can't wait for that. I'm gonna love this one. I'm almost scared because I, I I think as much as we can agreeably disagree, I'm wondering where this one is going. Oh, it's gonna be agreeable, Marla. Come on. When have we when have we all when have we ever argued? Like, come on, man. <laughs> Jeez. I don't. We. You know what? But here's the thing. Um, we're now. Is is the text our only authority? Uh, I, we, this is this is a theological discussion. You are you are welcome to open up to as many authorities as you want to open up to, from tradition to um, biblical sources, whatever. 
for me, for me, uh, the text is going to now, be. Don't answer it now. I'm not. I'm, okay. not, I'm not. But for me, okay. the text, the text is going to be uh, very authoritative in this moment. Very authoritative, and I should use the word better. Very instructive in this matter. Very instructive. So, so I hear someone saying only scripture. Yeah, yeah, I, I see that too. But that's Jacqueline. She's she's gonna always try to be complicated, but it's okay. No, I'm okay with that. I mean, all right, all right. I mean, but, I, I, I mean now, 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 I tell you what will stress me out more is if you lean too heavily on Augustine. Because he's not he's not my guy. I won't be leaning on any. I won't be leaning on Augustine, Aquinas, Bart, Tillich, none of them cats. Won't be no Howard Thurman, none of them cats. Got nothing to say about Howard, this. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm just telling you, ain't no, they, none of them cats got nothing to say about this right here, dog. This one had nothing, nothing, nothing at all to say about this. <sighs> so it's going to really be, all right? Okay, so what is our? Do we have a hashtag for next week, or are we just gonna? I don't even know what we even title this thing. The will of God and your relationship. No, no, the will of God and your love life. <gasps> oh, that sounds so. <laughs> That's the title of it: the will of God and your love okay. life. All right. That's it. So next week, the will of God and your love life. Ooh. You're either gonna help me finish my book or make me throw the whole book out the window. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make you throw the book out the window. We've been talking about this book for years. This particular book, we've been talking about this for a long time. So we're not gonna. Throw this book, book is almost done. I'm almost at the editing page. I've got to go back to a um, couple of things that I've kind of need to reframe, and then I'll be. I gotta say, I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm, I'm jealous that you that you are finishing your book before I, before I really even get mine good and started. But now you know this is three. This is the third. I know, I know, I know, I know. So I got to get the right. Um, but I think this one right here is going to be. This one right here is going to make a whole lot of people irritated. Let's so. let's, let's let's hope let's hope we get it in the hands of a whole lot of people. But next week we're going to do this. All right, I'm ready. I'm I'm already ready for next week. I'm planning for next week already. You are not ready for next week. Now next week is ne- next week is next week is Thanksgiving. Thursday is Thanksgiving. So you want to do it before Thursday or you want to do it on Friday? Um, I'll let you call it. However you want to do it. I mean, I'm cool. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be out of town for Thanksgiving. Give yeah, give give your book names, Marvin, and, and where to and where to, and where to get it. Wait a minute. You know what? You're gonna be close. I see it in the spirit. Well, I'm gonna be in North Carolina. I know. I'm gonna You're, be. We'll not, discuss that off. You know what? Not in Wilmington. That's not for. That's not for public consumption. Yeah. Well, I won't be in Wilmington. I'll be somewhere around there, though. No. Somewhere around there. Somewhere around there. Somewhere. You know what? There. Okay. You know what? We'll 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 talk about that. All right. Off, cool. Off. Off from the rest of the world, because yeah. that may we'll, so. But uh, when will we? We'll figure out. I tell you what, we'll figure out when we'll do next week, and I will post it. All right, get the name of your books for and, for, for Elder Scott, and, and check your inbox. He, he he may inbox you. Oh, the um the first book is Destiny or Distraction. The second book is um. The um, is discernment, a Pentecostal lifestyle, mm. and the um, the third one 
that I am working on now is sacred play, <laughs> Christian spirituality and sexuality. Why are you shaking your head? No, oh, no, no reason, no reason. I'm sorry, I didn't know. I was, I didn't, I, I was hearing somebody talk about something about you know what? Christian Stop spirituality it. and sexuality. I, I just, you know, that we probably won't ever talk about that book because. You know, my father, the bishop, has a tendency to watch some of these videos I make sometimes. No, no, so, no, no, no. We're gonna you talk. You're gonna talk about this book because no, you know why. I'm gonna talk about because some of the stuff that I say is so in the Bible. Uh huh. I know it's it is so in in the Bible. I know, I know that even the things that I bring up that are from modern culture, I reference why they're significant biblically and why they apply to our lives. So then, so so let's now. There's gonna be some stuff that people aren't gonna like because when I start talking about the man cave, yeah, there's some people aren't gonna like that. All right, so when I talk about that. Okay, one. well, we'll worry about that. And we'll worry about that when we do your book review. Um, <laughs> I know. Can I finish the book? Yeah, first? finish book. So so I hope to work on it some over the Thanksgiving holiday because it's it's so close to being done. Well, let's do it. Let's 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 do our call. Let's do our call on Wednesday then. Uh, Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday might be tight for me because you know that's the day before today. Right. Um. So Thursday or Friday would be better for me. Thursday or Friday. I mean, I don't mind doing it on Thursday. Just think, I don't know. I don't know how rude my laughter will be at this particular subject we're talking about. Why? While I'm a guest at some house. So, so Friday's not doable for you either. Friday's doable. You're gonna still be where you are for the holidays, the Friday. I don't, I don't really know. It's not, it's not really my trip. It's I'm, not etched out. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, um. So. All I know is I gotta be back. I gotta be back in the pulpit on Sunday. Okay. So, so let me Memphis. see. Wait a minute. Let me look for sure and tell you what Wednesday looks like for me, because I know if I do Wednesday, it would have to be earlier. Um. Yeah, Wednesday is going to be a tough. Wednesday is going to be tough for me unless we do it extremely early. Well, let's shoot for or, Friday then. Yeah, Friday would be better because I'm going to be I'm going to be sitting around. Um, worst case scenario, Friday I will have eaten too much, Lord and Jesus. and be wondering why. I no longer well, eat way. everything with sugar in it. Amen. It, it, but, um, you got you got you got to cook all those vittles for that for that big old tall growing boy of yours. Oh no, we're going home. My aunt, my aunt oh, does her thing. Oh, so, oh you, my so, aunt, oh, okay. You know they got to feed the baby, <laughs> and so so there he gonna have himself a good time. Is your daughter gonna be good. there? Um, no, you know, she, she does her own thing yeah. for Thanksgiving, yeah. so, um, she got, she got, her, she got yes. her own family now, how, how many kids she got? Just one. Just the one? So we're going to do Friday, and that's what we're going to plan for, is Friday morning at the, at our regular time. Friday morning. Well, you know what, now I say that differently, because you're going to be on Eastern time then, so you're going to have to reacclimate your time thing. It won't be so a we'll problem. discuss all of that. It's a holiday. We'll I'll discuss be fine. that. It's a holiday. I'll be fine. We'll do it a regular time. It's good. I'll be ready. Okay. I mean, because it'll actually be later in the day, technically. 
Right, it'll be an hour later. Mm. So, um, okay, the will of God and your love life is our topic for next week. Yep. So we're going to put Jonah off because we're going to argue about this right here and see if we can see if we can come to any conclusions here. I think we're going to come to some good conclusions. Somebody's going to be blessed. Hey, yo, Jacqueline Maria, she is a world traveler. She's everywhere. She's everywhere in the world. I know. I might need to hang with her. And you might. You might. She can show you some things. I need to hang with her. I like people. I like people that use their passports now. She uses it. She uses it. All right. So we've rambled on long enough. I don't know how long we've been on here, but long long time. So um, next week, um, we will we will post at some point the time once we get that down pat. I'm thinking it's going to be 10:30 Eastern on Friday, Sounds but good. we may have to um, revamp that. But for right now, that's how it's looking. And we'll I'll, once we get that pinned down, we'll do that. We'll notify you and let everybody know. All right. Well, um, is it all hearts and minds here? May the Lord watch. May the Lord watch between, between me and thee while, while we absent, absent one, one from, from another. another. All right, take care, mother.